Hi, I'm Alex. I'm Amy. And this is Small Town Not Small Minds. see one of my most favorite singers in the entire world the other day donovan woods at the windspear and amy was there with me mm-hmm. it was incredible first of all it was just lovely to be in a live setting hearing yeah. music again but yeah to see the music that i've listened to for so long just in front of me well i cried the whole time she did <laughs> it was very endearing though it was very very good. i'm glad you thought it was endearing because like I didn't, it wasn't even like I, it just, the tears were just coming out of my face. Like I couldn't stop. It was just so beautiful. His songs are, for those that don't know Donovan Wood, is like falling in love, falling out of love, heartache, heartbreak. Well, it's that and also like he tells a story so well. So like, it's not just heartache, heartbreak. It's like, he talks about the specific things. Yeah. You know, he's in Michigan and he turned down this highway and he's wearing that jacket. Like, he paints a story so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Like, you're there. It it was a really good concert. I, I think any concert in the Wind Spirit is, like, unreal. Just the acoustics. You feel mm-hmm. like you're literally in the speaker. You're just like, it's, yes. the music is floating in the room. It's amazing. Yeah, so, it's incredible. All the feels. Yeah, had a lot of feels. It was beautiful. <laughs> I just was so happy that I could go, and thank you for coming with me. Yeah, well, thanks for inviting me. And I feel like I've listened to the most Donovan Wood around you, so it was really special for me as your friend to watch. Well, shout out to him. He is amazing. Canadian artist, so check him out, Donovan Woods. What's up with you, Amy? Just got back from a bachelorette in Phoenix, Woo-woo. Arizona. Yeah, it was super fun. It was super good, but I'm just going to put this out there because this is my third time going on a traveling bachelorette. I've been to Vegas. I've been to Los Angeles. I've been to Phoenix. Just don't. (laughs) It's so much money. It's so much money. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, but I already travel with my friends quite a bit. And I do not want to think of the summary amount of money I've spent on weddings and showers and, you know, doing all these things. Like, I just, it becomes, it for me, who's an unmarried single woman, I, it makes me step away more and more and more every time I do these things. And I just think about how unconventional and untraditional I want to be on my own. And I already travel with my friends. I'm so fortunate. I have great friends in my life. Um, that want to travel with me and so I'm I love my friends but just stop (laughs) with the international bachelorettes and also the expectation I do I feel a little uncomfortable um, disappointing people but I think I'm gonna have to from now on in it's beautiful I have a great time I always have a great time but that's me always (laughs) I'm always gonna have a good time Um, I just think it's it's it becomes a little too much so I like well, A, I was just saying, as you're saying, just stop. I was thinking, okay, Amy, boundaries, baby. Yes. So maybe you set a boundary. But yeah. I but I agree. It's tough with the expectation. Um, 
coming into like this like wedding season of my life like a lot of my friends are getting married and I'm having several summers in a row and many to come where you're going to weddings bridal showers bachelorettes um and it's and it is totally fun but it does take up your a lot of your time especially if you have like several friends getting married in one summer mm-hmm. and the cost it's it's just a lot and It'll be interesting to see, like, if when we get married, mm-hmm. if we're going to change our tune and we'll be like, bitches, we're going to Mexico. I know. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to listen back to this. But, like, I know people are always like, oh, Amy, yours is going to be off the hook. You've been to so many weddings. It'll be so good. And I'm like, you're going to get an invitation to a barbecue. If you're there, you're there. If you're not, you're going to miss it. See ya. Yeah. No gifts. <laughs> honestly yes that will be me so i think i think people think i have this high expectation but i'm like no but anyways that's my beef i had a great time the bride enjoyed her time it was great to catch up with everyone and see a little bit of phoenix and so that was awesome too so um thank you for the experience it's probably my last one friends (laughs) noted (laughs) this week we have Another podcast joining us, the gal and her gay. Um, they both grew up in small towns. Yep. They are uh, two best friends that started podcasts. In um, Calgary. Yeah. Well, uh, sort of. They're in different places now. Yeah. And we both grew up in small towns and we are really good friends that started a <laughs> podcast. So we thought, why don't we do one together? So listen for Mac and Alden and they're going to talk about friendship with us. And that's What's, what's Up. up? <laughs> All right, we're so excited to welcome a fellow podcast onto our podcast. They are called The Gal and Her Gay. I first heard of them because they were following our Instagram, and I was like, whoa, this podcast sounds amazing. And Amy's like, oh my gosh, I taught one of them. Um, So welcome, Eldon and Mac, to our podcast. Thank you for having us. Hello. (laughs) Um, Yes. episode is all about friendship because Amy and I are friends doing a podcast and Mac and Eldon are friends doing a podcast. There's so much in common. Oh, right. This- <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. Just samesies. Um, so instead of Amy and I introducing them, um, each of us are going to take a turn to introduce our friends. So Mac, can we put you on the spot and introduce Eldon to us? We can. I also want to point out I wore my friend's t-shirt for this occasion. Aww. Aww. That's cute. so cute. Maybe I'll go first. That's why I love Mackenzie because she thinks of these little details and yes. it just like always warms your heart. Aww. I just want to turn. throw that out there. I'm going to go. Alden and I met, I think it was like five years ago now. I think so. Yeah, five years Six, ago. We worked together at H&M. We became friends instantly. Alden is like my soulmate. The other half of my crazy mental attitude, we do everything together. Unfortunately, we live far away now, but we decided to start this podcast to just really record our friendship and our funny stories and our laughs and all of our fun memories and adventures but yeah, in general, we just have such a good time together. I feel like we could do almost anything and still have a hoot, no matter if we're going out to the bar or hanging out on the farm. It's usually an adventure and there's usually some sort of cocktail involved. So yeah. 
Well, that was a very general introduction of me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Do I don't want to give it all away. <laughs> you kind of did. Um, so this is Mackenzie, my soulmate partner in crime. We do our podcast together once a week. Um, reasons why I love Mackenzie is she's very thoughtful, like I mentioned a little bit earlier. Um, she's well organized, which helps my very unmotivated, unstructured life. Um, and yeah, she's just a very positive person and we just vibed instantly. So best friends forever. And we have matching tattoos. Ah! We do. But this is also why we're friends is because you are the emotional, empathetic one and I am the not empathetic <laughs> one. <laughs> Wow, we it's are emotional. very similar. We are. <laughs> this is interesting. Yeah. Well, I'll introduce Alex. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alex <laughs> is a lover of tea, books, and the beach, as well as Dermot Kennedy. If you don't know who that is, you can look him up. He's an artist. Alex is also an Aries, and she has no issue correcting people when they are politically incorrect or unwoke. She's very woke in culture. She is a bi-leading female, ready and always ready for a protein-rich snack. (laughs) And this is Amy, okay? So she is one of those people that makes a friend literally anywhere she goes. You're an incredible teacher. You're crushing your final semester and your master's. You are a coach. You lead so many things at school. Drama, the GSA, you're on the First Nations Métis Inuit Committee, like holy moly, work ethic, crazy. And you complete anything you put your mind to. I admire your ability to make fun out of anything you do. Like tell me someone who never gets bored, Amy. She always has a game up her sleeve. The Brooke Davis to my Peyton Sawyer. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, One Tree Hill. <laughs> a true Gemini. You are a goddess, entertaining, determined, flexible, and adventurous. Thank you. Yeah. That is extremely accurate as well. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, you guys are so nice. We were not that prepared. <laughs> no. I mean, I thought, I definitely thought about it. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. I love when you're like, Elden is the empathetic one and I am the not. <laughs> Actually, you, you don't get a savage tattoo for the sake of being the emotional one. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Well, as all of us have grown up in small towns, this is the perfect question. What is the small smallest town thing about you? Smallest town. Most small town. I'll <laughs> go first. Um, literally yesterday, I was hanging out with Amy, and we were walking around our little small town of Stetler. What more small town is running to another teacher and, like, running to everyone you know. Like, go, moving back to the city, that's the one thing I always regret going to is, like, the grocery store. So it was like, I hate running into people like, oh, how's like, I was living in Toronto for two years. Like, how's Toronto living the big city? I'm like, it's a pandemic. No, I'm not doing anything. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Running into people and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to have an hour catch up. Like, oh my God, no thanks. It is true. You have to like relive your story like so many times so that everyone's caught up in your life. And then you're like, okay, great. Now I can shop in peace. (laughs) And I'm really bad for white lying. So like sometimes if I get of that same story over and over again I'll add something in (laughs) oh my gosh you are bad for that Alden I I do call myself out on it now as an adult the storytelling 
The most small town thing about me would probably be the fact that I always end up gravitating towards other people from small towns. So of course, Alden and I met in Calgary, which is not a small town at all, but I'm from a small town in Ontario and he's from a small town in Alberta. And we just like instantly clicked and I've had other friends in the past, same sort of situation. So I feel like no matter where I go, I always end up finding somebody who's like, Hey, I grew up in a small town too. I know how annoying it is to try and go grocery shopping and run into 15,000 people. There's always that one local place that everybody likes to go or maybe an eccentric character, pardon me, but you everyone knows who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say no. Someone the other day was like, oh, are you going to miss living in Stettler? And I was like, I will miss not paying for parking, taking no more than five minutes to drive anywhere. Um, So those are like really big highlights. I've talked about parking before and how much I hate parking and like that will force me to be more pedestrian like in the city. I'll miss the convenience of everything being like no more than five minutes away. Alex, what about you? Uh, Sort of running into people. I know I was helping my grandparents move into a folks home in a different town that they live in. But I ran into five separate people that knew my grandpa because he was their dentist. Yeah, he yeah. already has a bunch of friends. Knows all about their dentures. Uh, that's, that's good. That is good. <laughs> that's great. Good referrals now. Yeah. <laughs> referrals for your retired grandpa. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> He'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> like, we're excited to talk about friendship today. It is tough running, you know, your own life and then incorporating your friends. Totally. And then on top of it, doing like a passion project with your friend. And then the boundaries too of like be spending that much time with each other. First off, let's share our first impressions about each other. Well, I don't particularly remember meeting Alden. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I do remember it, but it got, it was hectic. We were going through a lot of like management changes. We talked about this a little bit in our podcast, but I was part of the management team at H&M and Alden was hired on to be like a sales advisor and there was a lot of changes going on. And, but I do remember like seeing him and being like, oh, he seems so nice, so cute, so sweet. He was like all ready to go, like a kid's first day at school. He's all, I think you were, were you hired with two other people? There was three of you that started that yeah, day. Yeah, there was three there? of us that all got hired at the same time. I clearly don't remember them at all, but I remembered Alden and I was like, oh, I think we're going to be friends. But I also have, a funny kind of aspect to that was all of us as managers were scared to say his name because we didn't know how to say it if it was Aldon or Alden or Elton. So we kept freaking out every time over the walkies when we wanted to call him, we'd be like, hey, Aldon, come to cash or come to fitting rooms. It was a one of those interesting moments where you kind of just start to really notice people a little bit more, but that would be, I thought he was going to be really fun. Anyways. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, my first impressions of Mackenzie was like, she's very much like authentically herself always. So she's very kooky crazy. So my first impressions of her, cause she kind of does like little like jigs and stuff too. She's like, meh, 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 meh. she's very bold and, and amazing oh that's so nice why don't I have that gene 
That is really sweet. This one was hard because it's been years since I've met Alex. And I was kind of thinking I met her through a mutual friend who was my coworker, and they lived down the street from me. So I was trying to recollect this um, over the weekend. And the one thing I like remembered meeting her is I got like super Zoe Deschanel vibes and I loved new girl. So I was like, oh yeah, like elementary school teacher, but also super trendy and like fun and was here for the banter. I do remember it was like shortly after meeting her or like feeling like I was gonna become friends with her. It was her birthday in March. And I remember I had this gift at my house and I was like, I just felt really compelled to give it to her. It was just like a little desktop fun little drum kit. And I had written, because this is so true to who you are, is to march to the beat of your own drum. Like that always stands out in my head because I was like, oh yeah, like this is a perfect gift for her because she's definitely that person. Like she just kind of goes for it and she's exactly who she is without thinking about anything else. And I loved that. So Thanks. that was my first impression. <laughs> um, I'm a little embarrassed to give mine. Uh -oh. <laughs> so first yes, of all... <laughs> I knew you, I knew of you before I met you just because we were all teachers and you seemed like a bit of a big deal in like the Clearview community. Like everyone knew you and they were basically like, you don't know Amy Smith? And I was like, no. Should I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was really eager to make friends. So I had this like wine night where I invited like any person I knew that I wanted to be friends with. As Amy mentioned, she lived a couple doors down from me. So all these like strangers to me are coming to my house. And then Amy comes in and she's like, I live just down the street. Let's all go to my house. And you made <laughs> everyone leave my house to go now have a party at your house. And honestly, that chapped me a little bit. And I, in my head, I was like, mm, I don't know if Amy and I can be friends because I was like, I like to make the rules. Um, but you really proved me wrong because uh, we're really good friends now. <laughs> and I totally get that. That was like totally an Amy thing where you're like, oh my gosh, I want to like da-da-da. It was not against me. But at the time I was like, this is my party. And now we're at your party. <laughs> she brings us up a lot, but I didn't know that was your first impression. <laughs> but that is totally me though. I'm such a socialite. So like people were always at my house. I think, I think the thing was, is that a lot of those people that you had invited, they've been to my house multiple times. Yeah, you were like, these so... are all my friends. And I was like, <laughs> I am trying to make You're like, this house. is my party to introduce myself and make new friends. And you're like, nope, nope, my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, we don't do it that way. I was like, okay, yeah. I went to your house and I had a good time. <laughs> So next question is to share a story about your podcast partner, a time that you either admired them or you have a funny story or a most embarrassing story. So that's an embarrassing one. <laughs> let's see what pops up. I was just I'm like, daily life with Mackenzie. Everything is embarrassing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's be honest. I am embarrassing. Do you have a story, um, Aldi? Like a funny yeah, what came to my mind when I read this question, it's not really funny or anything like that, but it's like a core memory I have of Mackenzie and I. It's like the first time that we went to each other's small towns. Oh, yeah. And like the first time that we like hung out. I don't know if this was the first time, but we went to the like a pumpkin patch in like her little community. It was like, what, like a 30 minute drive away? McLean's we Berry Farm. Like, <laughs> yeah, so we wore, wore like cute little outfits. We did a little... 
photo shoot in the pumpkin patch. Yeah, just like we do like a lot of cute like little adventures like that. So that was the first thing that popped to my mind is like our little photo shoot in the pumpkin patch. That would definitely be a core memory I have for you too, is like going back to Stetler and you're like, and this is this, and this is this. And we're still just driving down the road. I'm like, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Stop the like oil lamp where they like, this is the world's largest oil lamp. <laughs> yes. Actually, I didn't, didn't get to s- we didn't get to see it though until like my fourth time going to see you though. What? We never actually went down there until like it was one of the more recent trips. Like the first couple of times we just hung out at your parents' house. It's denied. Yeah, we did do the full Danelda tour. And lamp cleanup is this weekend. I saw the sign when I was just home. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know. I'm gonna go. That would be a great time for me to go out there. So go back. That. That's the most small town thing about me is reading there. the Danelda bulletin board on the side of the highway. <laughs> I have a story. I have quite a few about Alex, but I'm gonna actually talk about the first one because it's actually very like heartwarming we recently got to go to a concert and I had never admired Alex more than watching her bear her soul sitting through this Donovan Wood concert she just has a musician's heart and she was like living it and like snotting and crying and she was so in it but I was actually like I wouldn't want to be at this concert with anyone else because she was just so into the feels and I was like Good for you. I, I like that, that you made that really positive. <laughs> like I was a mess. <laughs> but I was like, it was such a beautiful thing. Over the summer, Amy and I were very big dog sitters, but then we eventually actually became a parrot sitter. The only time that the parrot was pleasant was when we sang share. <laughs> so oh my- <laughs> we would just sing share and then the parrot would like sing along with us. He was in his happiest moment. Yes. Is he an ally bird? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. He's 100% an ally bird. Yeah. Yeah. You we got tried. caught in the parrot trap. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's another thing I love about Mackenzie is her bad dad jokes. No, we're here for the pun. Shush. <laughs> the most embarrassing thing to observe about our friendship, however, would be the fact that we always try and talk in an accent. Oh my God. Yeah. Are you at least good? So if you're, no, no. God, no. <laughs> yeah. And that's, we've just rolled with that ever since. And we still do it. It's like, if you, listen, if you go and listen to our podcast, we either like sing or like talk in a weird accent. And we're like, oops, no, we need to like dial that back. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for this one? Tell us what your podcast partner has taught you and how your life has been enhanced knowing them. Alden has taught me how to be patient to say the least <laughs> i'm just kidding but like that's so nice. <laughs> it is good it is good no patience is a good thing but there are certain things that i wasn't comfortable doing in a friendship until i met alden and i have been patient with myself and patient with him and patient with just like with the way things go and just like just going with the flow and figuring it out do you drive my patience constantly but like that's love right isn't that love somebody will tell me otherwise but yeah it's just the true meaning of friendship I don't know how else to describe it like patience friendship camaraderie I can never say it camaraderie 
Just mumble it like you did on just, the like, yeah. like the Elden Elden. Camaraderie. Yeah, the walkies. The walkies. Kenzie is like she's very organized, and I think organization like motivates her. I am very lazy, I'll be honest. Like all of our like podcast stuff is like organize all of our lists of like topics are organized and then like each points within those lists, like everything is in a list and I'm not a list person. I will just like, if I remember it, I remember it. If I don't, I don't. And then I obviously forget everything. So having Mackenzie around has made me realize I need to be more organized with things. I think that's super helpful that you learn from each other, whether it is something as simple as organization, like everyone need, and that probably inspires you in so many ways. Well, I just need her in my real life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, like, if she set up lists for you so you can like, you're goal orientated and everything. Yeah. She needs to continue to be your manager. Your mama. (laughs) Your mama. Yeah. (laughs) Mama Mac. Stop. No way. For Alex, the number one thing that she kind of taught me was through a couple ways, but is value in self. Like there, I think she kind of made me realize the value in myself and that in saying that, um, this includes like learning how to set boundaries and also the power of validating people. She is really good as a friend that if you come to her with a problem or you're really like concerned about something, She's very much there as an ear and also validates any kind of emotion and hurt or damage that you're talking about. That's really helped me address other people around me as well in supporting their emotions and validating their pain or trauma or anything like that. I think all in all in these last two years, I'm super thankful because I think I'm a better person because of you in these last two years. And like, oh, I'm getting a little emotional, but I think it's like important that you have people that see your value and then re-emphasize it back to you. And thank you. So yeah. Thanks, Amy. I think it's hard because we're like coming to the end of our season where we're like living in the same place too. Yeah. So we're like coming to the end of our like time together in person as like you all just went through. For the second time. Oh gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Why do we all have to move? why do our lives have to like go where they need to go right (laughs) yes what I learned from you is a few things so like I definitely have like triggers where like I don't I like get really anxious or tense um but you help me be able to like work through my problems in a way that like I know that is safe so you are not gonna like bite back at me Mm -hmm. and you're like very calm cool collected about things and that like helps me regulate and be like, okay, this is actually what I'm trying to get across. So I feel like you help me with my communication. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Right? When you hang out for so long and you've known each other for X amount of time, you do really notice all of those little aspects of like, I know that if I do this, Alden's going to be upset. Or if I don't do this, he's going to feel unloved so like just hold, hold my hand that can't be that's all I asked <laughs> <laughs> honestly connect with another pair of people that are running a podcast because I mean it's been so fun for us and your podcast is so like you can tell you're like banter and stuff together which is lovely <laughs> yeah. 
So if you loved these voices and this energy, you can check out The Gal and Her Gay anywhere you get your podcasts. We want to thank you so much for joining us and being a part of our show today. Yes, this is like so cool and exciting. Thank you for having this idea and reaching out. Yeah, I'm excited to see what we get up to next because we're going to host you on our podcast next time. All right, catch y'all at the podcast Comic-Con or whatever where all the podcast (laughs) people meet. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It was so great to have Eldon and Mac on to chat. For me, it was awesome as Eldon's former teacher to connect with him again and see where he's grown into. I was saying to him when he came to town to visit me prior to the episode that, you know, as a teacher, I can always identify really cool students, like, right away. And honestly, I knew that when I first met Eldon. I was like, this guy's super cool. I can tell we are, like, joking around, having a great time. And like, it starts to get to a point and you have, I don't know if this happens for you in grade one, Alex, but you kind of connect with them on that level. And then you're like, we would totally hang out beyond these school doors kind of thing. And Eldon was definitely that. Um, He was so fun. He was in grade nine when we met. We could like talk and laugh about the same things. And I knew he'd grow into the amazing man that he is. So it was, it's been neat hearing and reconnecting with him through this episode. That is really cool. I like that. Um, having met both of them for the first time, it was lovely to get to know them. And I'm interested in watching their like life and podcast grow now that they're in two different cities. Yeah. Um, because yeah, that's going to be our life. I know. So it's great to have some uh, role models to check out. It was also kind of fun to have like a little bit of a PD moment. Like there was like, we don't get to do a lot of professional development in the, our podcast. And yeah, so, it's called YouTube. <laughs> yes. And us screaming at our computers and yeah. stuff like that. So it yeah, was, they actually helped us with like They did. They yeah. were able to help a little bit. Like we kind of did some sound checking stuff with them. And um, yeah. So that was really awesome. We love a collab. Yeah. I, I think it was really fun. I think... Eldon's mom is really going to enjoy this episode because actually my mom too, because she's met Eldon. We, I went to his high school play as well. So our mom's one for the moms, one for the moms. (laughs) But Alex, I wanted to say too, I was thinking about this episode a lot and, um, how much, even as an adult, you know, for me, my friendships really have, a large impact on me and I think it's really important to have a safe and communicative and supportive friendship and so I do want to thank you again for being that person in my world in my life and yeah it was it was very like a heartfelt podcast for me to mm-hmm. be able to reflect and say all these great things about you and our friendship and our journey together thus far yeah it was touching it was nice to like reflect on our feelings about our friendship and like share those things and as someone who loves words of affirmation it was lovely yeah it was really beautiful so thank you and i hope that you enjoy your friends jar of questions all right jar of question alex do you believe in ghosts Okay, before I answer, right before we turned the mic on, you said, I know your answer. I do know your answer. Can you say it? I want to hear what uh, you think I'm going to say. You believe in ghosts. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, that was just that simple. It's just yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alex believes in ghosts.
Do you want to sh- indulge us in a more detailed answer? I do have a, like a very detailed answer, I feel like. Okay. It depends on the day. I mean, I believe in like sometimes like a sp- spirits, mm-hmm. um, but other days I'm really cynical and I'm like, no, not at all. Um, but here's here's like my thing that I kind of like to think I believe. Okay. So what I really, really want to be able to believe in my life, and it's really hard because I just can't let myself like rationally something holds me back but what I hope is that when we die that our souls like kind of become reincarnated um and not really reincarnated but like our souls are always on a journey that they have something to do on this earth and once that's completed then they become guides for other souls and so that's like mostly also like this was happening because of my experience with going to um a psychic Okay. And she, like, tapped into my soul guides. And I find, like, like my soul, I feel like, has really been around for a long time and is still working on, like, some of its challenges. But, like, I don't think my soul has very much life left on this earth. So half the time I really, really believe that. And the other half the time I'm like, no, ghosts, no, spirits, no, souls, no. So it depends on the day. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's far more detailed than my answer. Which is? Which is yes. Yes. <laughs> I also believe in ghosts. Um, I've always believed in ghosts. As a child, as an adult, like, sometimes I'm scared. Like, sometimes I will go into certain areas. And for me, it's like energy. And I can, it's like I can feel the energy. So I remember this one time we were in a Thai restaurant in Edmonton. And it was an old house. And I went up to the bathroom and somebody was in the bathroom. Somebody was absolutely in the bathroom with me and I could feel them there. And I looked under the door to see if someone's feet mm-hmm. were there. Just creeping. Like, yeah, I was like, somebody's here. And I even said something. I said, hello? And somebody was there. Like, no one responded, but I could feel it. Like, you can kind of feel energy. I have moments like that where I can kind of feel it. Um, but, like, the part so. for me, the doubt creeps in where it's like, is that not just our own imagination or our own like psyche creating that for us could be could be i just think like it doesn't happen all the time though so why all of a sudden would that happen you know and there's been times where it's like i remember one time i was outside and my dog got super spooked and it was really late at night and we were in the back and the dog stood there staring and barking and I walked out and I was like, what are you looking at? What are you barking at? And I, when I went out, I could feel something. And I was just like, it kind of spooked me. But mm-hmm. like, I think there is a spirit world. And I think there are spirits that walk among us and they come in forms of energy. I also think people can come from higher up and like connect with us too. And not everyone has the ability to see it. I, mm-hmm. I think everyone's a little different. And I think there's people who have like... Like, mediums have been able to, like, they see them. I, I remember one of my students' moms is a medium, and she would tell me stories, and I was just like, that's mind-blowing. I've never had that experience. Obviously, I don't have that ability or power. I totally believe that. That makes total sense. I think it makes me think of this uh, sociology quote, and I forget the person who says it, but the things we perceive as real are real in their effects. Yeah. So whether or not it's scientifically real, they're verified. If we perceive it to be real, then the effect is real. Is real, right? Yeah. So that's cool. We'll turn it to you. Do you believe in ghosts? Mm-hmm.